Yes, I do. Right now, no point in waiting. Here we are, 1134 Eastern. If you're watching this game, listening to this game in Vancouver, a little nicer time for you. You know, maybe the early start's a little bothersome for you, but then you get the rain delay and all of a sudden just a regular night of baseball, the way you'd like it to be when you're watching your Vancouver Canadians out there. But that's not what you were doing. You're watching the Blue Jays. Unfortunately, did not go the way they wanted tonight. Got a couple of callers on the line. Now I want to hear from them. Let's start with Andrew from Buffalo on line one. Andrew, I understand you got some thoughts on the eighth inning, and I'm shocked. I'm shocked you'd have some thoughts on that. How are you doing tonight? Well, Brent, uh, I'm, I'm doing okay, but uh, I, I don't know what the hell was going on in the eighth. And, and to me, this is a bad John Steiner moment or a bad upper management moment because – why do you get Alejandro Kirk on first and not pinch run for him? Why do you not pinch hit for Rymel Tapia when you've got lots of right-handers on the bench, when you've got a tough lefty coming up, and then you burn Tay Oscar after Tapia's already gone? I mean, it's just everything about this team is supposed to be about analytics and everything goes the, the way the numbers suggest, and they didn't do any of that. So is that Schneider? Is that coming down from upstairs? That eighth inning was terrible. Thank you for the call, Andrew and Buffalo. Yeah, a lot to chew on there. Look, uh, Remil Tapia, at a certain point in time, when you have a lefty like that, that is what's going to happen. They're going to bring in the lefty to get a guy like that out. Now, look, there are a lot of other hitters on this team that they that teams need to worry about. But when you don't have the lefty, other teams can use theirs on a guy like Tapia. You mentioned not pinching or sorry, pinch running for Kirk. Yes, there's there's speed on this team. But because of the weather delay, you already burned Zimmer. JBJ already in the game. Okay, those are two of your speed guys. Now, look, you can pinch hit him for Jansen. No one's saying you can't do that. But with the way the game went tonight, I wouldn't be astonished if we see Jansen behind the dish tomorrow. Just with how late it went, how hot it was, the fact that it's a getaway day, the end of a series. So I think that might have led into it a little bit as well. I understand a game, a game that finishes the way this game did you're going to look for every possible edge that you can get. There's definitely a couple of things there. Uh, interesting, interesting call. Thank you for that, uh, Andrew in Buffalo. We now go to our second caller of the night, Jennifer from Toronto. Jennifer, how are you doing tonight? What do you got to say? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Okay. You know, um, Manoa was good enough. The bats were not good enough. Let's not. Uh, if I hear Joe Siddle, oh no, Joe Siddle's actually okay, but some of the people saying we're a juggernaut. We're not. We're not a juggernaut. We have horrible at bats, and we leave so many people on base, and it's appalling. And uh, I don't see why we keep on hearing. That we're a juggernaut. Thanks for the call. Jennifer in Toronto there. Look, here, here's the thing. I understand the frustration when you have a night like tonight. You get Vladdy up to the dish. You're saying, hey, here's our moment. Odor just booted it away. You get a guy on base. You got Vladdy up a dish. He's got his 20-game hit streak going, and you assume that he's going to come up in the big spot, and he doesn't. And look, here's the thing. I get it. It's frustrating. I didn't love the at-bat from Lourdes in the, in, in the last inning there. I did not like that one bit. You know, but here's when you have a guy who's who's been hitting the way he does, you're going to have a bat you don't like, even among the absolute best of them. 
So I get the frustration. Again, I truly do. You know, I, I know another point people are coming to is, oh, why, why did Adam Simber get the spot there? Why did they go to Simber instead of Bass? Or why did they burn Bass and then go to Simber? I think the thing you have to remember in all of this is that they had Zach pop up and warming. Okay, he was going to be the guy to come in when Bass ended up coming into the game, but you have the weather delay, so you effectively burn a pitcher that you don't get to use. I know this is breaking news to all of you out there. Uh, there, People wanted a couple extra arms added at the bullpen. Well, when, you, when you're not thin, but when you are still trying to figure out the trust level that you have in all of these relievers, and you, ha- you have to burn a guy like Pop, and you don't even end up getting to use him, it's going to affect your usage. I would have liked pop in that spot way more than I would have liked Simber. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think there is a guy in Simber who you really need to be particular about team by team, guy by guy matchups because that funky submarine, all those arms and legs and elbows. And I don't know. I feel like there's joints that most humans don't possess that he's got coming at you. There's just so much going on. There are going to be guys who just can't time that up, who just can't get comfortable out there. And I think you need to be really, 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 really mindful about his splits and use them, use him against matchups where he's had success. I think you need to be really, really careful about that. I want want to jump back into the text line, 590-590. Please include your name and location. Mike from Angus. Oh, gee, to what I was just talking about. Biggest mistake of the year, not bringing in swing and miss guys at the back end of the bullpen. Seems like other teams have them. Garcia getting beat on his second best pitch. Very frustrating. Agreed. Agreed with pretty much all of that. I said somebody, somebody texted in earlier on saying they didn't think it was underwhelming. And I agree. The deadline was not underwhelming. If, if all they did was trade for Mitch White or Zach Pop, then yeah, it would have been underwhelming. But I did feel like it was incomplete. I felt like you look, look at that beast. He always rolled out there in the bottom and not or the top of nine. You needed guys like that. You got one. You got Jordan Romano. Garcia has been pretty solid this year. Although this is the second hiccup he's had against the Orioles. And look, four blowing saves is, is nothing to be proud of, but he's been a pretty solid guy in that spot. I agree though. I wanted that one big horse swing and miss hundred miles an hour, pop in the mitt, all that stuff. That is exactly, exactly what I wanted there. Keep the text coming. Five ninety, five ninety. Please include your name and location. Mike and uh, Anishoba. I think I pronounced that right. Guarantee. I didn't actually, I'm going to, I'm going to double back and say, there's not a chance. I, pr- I pronounced that correctly. I like this. He's putting on his, uh, his newspaper cap, a fedora press cap. I think that's what they're called. Tomorrow's headline. Odor and Batista land one, two punch to knock out the blue Jays. Now look, that's too soon. I know that happened a hundred thousand years ago. It's still too soon. We can't be doing that. Uh, another one, another funny guy, Tim and Hamilton, Ruby giveth Ruby take away. He, he, he gave it a couple times. He had a terrible throw home that allowed, I believe it was Kurt Vladdy to score on or no Kirk to score on the Vladdy knock or no, that would have been Vladdy scoring on the Kirk knock. There you go brutal throw he should have just eaten that ball in the eighth inning and he doesn't he throws it away allows him to get a bit of a, or the ninth inning allows him to get a bit of a rally and then he does that 
at the very end of the game. That was a bomb that he hit. And I can't think of many people across Major League Baseball that it makes Blue Jays fans more upset to see happy than Rugnet Odor. So it's, uh, it's tough enough losing when it's that guy who does it to you. It's really, really tough. And boy, how good would it have been to see him wearing the goat horns after having that big moment? Do you imagine tosses it away? All of a sudden you got a runner on flat. He goes deep. Oh, the storybook ending was right there. Not to be, not to be tonight. Again, Blue Jays and O's will finish up their series tomorrow. Barrios getting the ball. They're going to need him, man. They are going to need him. Uh, we're going to continue here. Blue Jays talk. Get the calls in. One triple eight triple six zero five ninety star five ninety on your cell or if you're local here in Toronto four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety five ninety five ninety on the text line always available here for you as well. Blue Jays talk continues next on Sportsnet five ninety the fan and the Blue Jays radio network. How we doing, everybody? Jays talk here. Brent Gunning, no Blair and Barker. Got to make. Hey, look, you know, quick turnarounds, getaway day. Got to make sure those guys are rested, fresh to give you Blair and Barker tomorrow morning. That's going to come at ten o'clock. Love, love, love the work those guys do. Of course, Blake Murphy also does great work on our station here. Jays talk plus that'll come to you at three o'clock tomorrow. I was worried they were we were going to cut into Blake's show tomorrow when I thought I was going to sit here all night and they wouldn't finish this game. We'd have to finish it up tomorrow, but that was not the case. Man, oh man, this this will shock all of you out there. Uh, the text line is not happy about today. And do you know where do you know where everyone wants to go back to? And I'm not surprised. It's the bullpen and it's the deadline. What did you do? Uh, well, how about this right here? Clint from Winnipeg. Tough loss tonight, but we had a chance to get bullpen arms at the deadline and we didn't. Imagine Soto in the eighth and Romano in the ninth. But man, I wish we had Baltimore's bullpen. So look, hand up. I was the first guy that said when the twins made that acquisition, how did the Jays not get in on that? It was for their like 22nd and 38th best prospect. Now, the thing about this is with prospect ratings, you never know. One team is going to value another org's guys higher. The Blue Jays may feel a little higher about their prospects than they're viewed across baseball. So you can't necessarily just take it as a as face value of prospect rankings in the org. But that was the guy I was pointed at. But here's the thing. Why would the Blue Jays, why would the Orioles want to make a deal with the Blue Jays? I mean, you can say that right now, but we can also say it when the deadline was happening. This is a team that clear as day finds themselves in the wildcard race and they don't care how good the twins get. The twins winning the central doesn't affect the wildcard race or the Orioles in any way, shape or form. So they can move a piece out and yeah, would it cost you more to get it as a Blue Jays? Now, look, I'm not saying don't do that. This is not me saying that. But it is saying that it would have cost you a lot more. And Baltimore obviously does not want to help the Blue Jays load up for this year or or any years beyond this. You know, the other interesting name that I've heard bandied about, I've seen a few people mention it on the text line, 590-590, please include your name and location, is Yusufer Zueleta, okay? Guy can run it up there at 99. I'm not going to pretend to know much about him beyond that, but I'll tell you this much. That's a mix they don't have back there, okay? They got Romano who can get it up there. But that's about it. Bass, pop, throw a little harder than what they've got. But a guy like that, I'm curious. I'm just, I would love to see him get a look in September or before then so he can be eligible for the playoffs if you really, really, really like what you see there. 590, 590 is the text line. Please include your name and location. We do have a caller on the line. I said the people in Vancouver were loving this late night baseball. They're loving some late night Jays talk. I don't know if they love the Alec Manoa start today. Let's ask Darcy from Vancouver. Darcy, how you doing? 
Good, thanks. How are you? Doing well, doing well. What'd you make of tonight's game? I understand you want to talk about Manoa. Well, yeah, like, so I'm really impressed with how he's been doing this year, but, like, we've always kind of thought, like, this guy's doing really well. I just thought it was kind of, like, a matter of time until uh, he would have a rough start. And I wouldn't say that, like, this is his roughest start, but at the same time, uh, we're playing the Orioles, and we got to try and get ahead early. Um, the batting didn't show up early until Bo hit that homer. Um, but, like, if that's going to be Manoa's stinker, then, like, I'll take it, you know? Like, I think he's been pretty good, but... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy, but, you know, sometimes it's going to take a loss like that. Yeah, that's right. Hey, uh, no, nobody likes the loss, and that's the point I was hammering home in, in the rain delay, is that if that is the floor of what you can expect from Malik Manoa, then that's a team that can win playoff games with that start, and that's the floor. There's still way more to go. There is still a ceiling there. Now, the one thing I'd say, there's been all this talk of we are not concerned remotely about the innings limit. And I don't think they should be. I love that he's an old school ace who wants to get the ball all the time. And he wants to go deep in every game that he's pitching in. But as he's had a couple of rougher outings in a row, I do think it's something to monitor. I don't think it's any cause for concern. I don't think it is time to panic or, or anything like that. What we're doing, Jay's talk here on Sportsnet 59 of the Fan of the Blue Jays Radio Network. Always love a Bet365 standings update. With Bet365, you can watch thousands of live games, build your own bet, and you can even make a bet while the game is still being played. 19-plus, play responsibly, Ontario only. We will take a quick look at those wildcard standings. Jays still atop the AL wildcard. They are one and a half games clear of the Rays and Seattle. Now the Rays can, or I guess that'll go down to one now, just updating my standings here. The Mariners can can make up a little ground tonight. They're still in action. Uh, they are home to the Yankees. Garrett Cole, Luis Castillo, last I looked, were both spinning gems there. So that'll be an interesting one to watch. Look, this is going to be interesting. And all of a sudden, this Baltimore team is right, right there. They are right in the thick of this. And tomorrow, I don't, I don't know if there's such a thing as a must-win game in, in August when you currently hold a playoff spot. But a lot of people would feel much, much better on the old text line and in Blue Jays Nation if there was a, uh, a win tomorrow to close out the series. Don't want to get swept. Just really, really, really not the place you want to go. 59590 is the text line. Please include your name and location. Just just scrim just scrolling through the text here. And again, people are frustrated. I got this one. Christine in Toronto. This team has too many holes since the trade deadline have not looked great. Wild cards slipping away. Yes, they have lost ground in the wild card since the deadline. Yes, it has been frustrating the play since the deadline. I'd remind you. This is what it looks like when you're playing playoff teams. Now, not all the teams they're playing right now are going to be the playoffs. I, I would imagine the Orioles are on the outside looking in. But guess what? They're wholly in the mix right now. This is what it looks like when you play quality teams. I'm not saying they're amazing. I'm not saying they're world beaters. Obviously, the Twins are a little more accomplished than the Orioles are. But this is what it looks like when you play talented baseball teams. It's hard. It's really hard. It's a hard league out there. But... As a uh, MVP in this town famously said, he didn't care how hard it was. It's not the try league. It's the get it done league. And I think that's where a lot of people are at. A lot of people uh, not happy with bullpen usage tonight. Mark is in Mississauga. I think Bash should be slotted into the eighth inning role. Schneider seems to overmanage at times. Why make defensive substitutions in the seventh inning? So all of that was part of coming out of a lengthy rain delay Hot, hot, hot. Cannot be overstated how muggy the weather was there. I think you got to keep guys fresh. Also, I think there is something to wanting to get JBJ in a game relatively soon. Made a lot of sense to do so. I don't need Bradley Zimmer in a game in the seventh inning. I think that's fair to say. Uh, that is a, uh, a fair contention there. 
Ray from Aurora, he's already given up. He has packed it in this year. He says, Jays will miss the playoffs due to bullpen second year in a row. I will say it again. I will say it again. I will say it again. I would have loved one more high, high, high powered arm left in that pen. That's what I would have liked. But I think with the pieces they have, and again, the pop move would have made it a little different in terms of how the game was managed if he could have come in. I don't even know if you see Simber at this point tonight. Man, it has been a ton of fun tonight with you guys. I got to talk for an hour and a half straight in the middle of the game. Not often I get to do that. We got to get a weather report from Ben Wagner. That was fun, but let's hope neither of those things happen tomorrow. Blue Jays and Orioles will finish up their series. Jose Barrios will get the ball. David, Andrew, my guys behind the glass, keeping me on the air, keeping me fed with those texts tonight. All of you out there on the text line. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays baseball served up by the always game-ready Jack Links Meat Snacks. Feed your wild side, baseball fans. Thanks for listening to Jays Talk.